0: Hi, I'm Christian Lohenbeck from To Be On Pod podcast and you're listening to SceneWorld.
1: Welcome to the SceneWorld podcast. Hello, welcome. This is Dennis again and I'm Jörg. Um, So again, we are recording an intro. And this time we will talk to somebody in Ghana, actually. So we are going to Africa, AJ and I. We are talking to Yuba Rahamani.
0: Interesting. He has a similar name like me. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I'm Dennis Karimani, but I'm not from Ghana. But he is
1: Rahamani.
0: Okay, almost the same. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but first, first I thought like, Okay, from Indonesia or some other country. Okay. I d- I didn't know that this family name is typical African, but then I never talked to many people from Ghana in my life, so probably I have no idea. Um, yeah. Anyway, he is the founder of uh, Geeks Game City, and um, which is an esports group association, and we will talk with him about how this all started and the interesting thing is we had this topic esports with uh, people from america and also lately from jamaica and his approach is which is very interesting i think he is he is wants to make e e esports big in ghana to create a job motor to drive people getting good employment in the scene of esports so that's one of his main goals you know um while while the people we spoke about uh, about uh, to in, in jamaica didn't have such pro goals like you know like making employments for others but um in in africa in certain areas um you have a lot of you know things like scamming and stuff and i guess so the the goal is to make a new industry that is self self sufficient and and creates jobs that uh, that is um paying the bills in a good way and um well bringing the country forward so to speak so this this is a very interesting interview in this in this regard i think um But but before we spoke, we speak to him, we have some news as always and um, this time actually we should say I will be not at Gamescom this year because I'm skipping it because the pandemic is still going on and um, I want to play the safe card. But others of the SeaWorld team will be present and will have a booth in the Family and Friends Retro Era where you can you see um, some interviews we had in the past on the booth or the Disc Magazine. And also um, Martin Amman, Martin Wisnowski and some of our friends will be in the business area conducting interviews about uh, successors of old retro games. So we can look forward to that. And the interesting thing is the first time I will be like somebody who watches the final videos, like anybody else, because I will not be part of this Gamescom game this year. So that's the first time since 2014 I'm taking a break. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Well, so let's let's go to the real news, not concerned to world. and uh, let me ask you. What is your opinion about
2: RoboCop? Uh, you, I think RoboCop is um,
0: is an essential movie of the 80s. And uh, it's, it's one of the greatest uh, robotic superheroes ever made. And um, of course, also one of the greatest video game characters think about RoboCop was the Terminator and games like this. And uh, I think um, Everybody has to know Robocop. Right. I especially loved Robocop 3, especially
1: on the Commodore 64, which uh, has which had the crosshair section. And I, I totally loved that. And Oops. um so the news is that actually there is a first gameplay video of the new Robocop Roach City coming mm. next year um on pc and all the other platforms so we will link to that and i have to say the um gameplay video is very very good and the good thing is uh, peter Weller, the actor of the original robocop will actually be the voice actor of robocop in this game (laughs) so um that's that's very nice yes and um of course, the trailer ends with "Dead or Alive." You are coming with me. <laughs> perfect, just perfect. So, um, so I, I guess you didn't see it. Um, I saw the trailer; it's very good. And um, if we are lucky, we can see it here while we talk about it. So, I can only suggest you to have a look at it. Well, this is the thing um where trailers are showing one year ahead of time and um anyway i'm really looking forward to that playing a new a new robocop game um
0: so that will be it sounds pretty interesting indeed yeah you can always play robocop i think it's always time for robocop Now, the second opinion.
1: What's your opinion about the graphic style of the latest Monkey Island? Are you also hating the graphic style and bashing on Ron Gilbert and David Gossman?
0: (laughs) To be completely honest with you, I'm not bashing the artists, I'm not bashing the makers, but I think it's just not my cup of tea. To be honest, it's... I'm used to 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 pixel 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 graphics, and uh, the new art style seems to seems too arty for me. (laughs) um, (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. Sorry.
1: What's your opinion about the third Monkey Island that 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 had the comic style? Did you like that, or didn't you like it either?
0: Indeed, it. Fit more. It was just better for for Monkey Island. I, I really liked it. It was kind of um, mm-hmm. pretty high class comic style. But but um, the first two Monkey Islands are amongst my favorites. And um, you can't. There's not just anything better than good old pixel. The
1: graphics. I see and that is the reason why the latest video released last week does not concentrate on the graphic style but yeah, yeah. on the dialogue system <laughs> ah, sure, <yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we will we will show that here as well so um, it's about the dialogue system not about yeah. the graphics <laughs> yeah and as we all know Ron Gilbert said he will not take any interviews or any comments on the graphic style disaster or how you may call it until the game is finished
0: um yeah i think this is pretty this is a pretty weak decision i think to just um skip all discussions and keep out of all discussions and i don't know if this is the right but of course you have to respect it but um i'm always into discussions and controversies and um Mm. And skipping this is is probably not the right decision, in my opinion. There was another game designer that did that.
1: Uh, Peter Molyneux? Yeah, exactly. The one from uh, Lionhead Studios, Ah, who did Black and White. He also doesn't talk to the press anymore. But here's the thing. He doesn't talk to the press anymore at all. Mm. since he was so pissed about reactions from the press but let's hope once once the game is out we can talk to him because I really would like to speak to him about it Uh, the last time we spoke to him was about Thimbleweed Park which was a pixelated traffic adventure yeah. Well, personally, honestly, I think if the game humor and the story is nice, I I couldn't care less about the graphic style. That is my take on it.
0: Of course, of course. I think if the if the overall gameplay is cool, you can yeah you can forget about the graphic style or so somehow. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm skeptic. <laughs> I see.
1: Yeah. Well. That would be that would be all the news I have collected for for this week. Is there anything right. you would like to add on your side? Your album should be coming out soon, yeah, right yeah,
0: indeed. indeed, I just just finished um, packing all the pre-orders and uh, it will be released just in time. And um, I'm really happy about it. and uh, it was a great was, was a great adventure to make something for the Game Boy advance. and um so Unity for the Game Boy Advance is coming out on. Friday, August the fifth, and um, here we go. So it's good that my GBA has the
1: GBA amp modification from Russia Just with perfect. this extra power sound. Just <laughs> perfect. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when I got Katja Becker doing the modification for me, she was like, "Now it's too loud." It's too loud. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, it's just perfect for for um, for albums. Yeah.
0: I think you have the best uh, best possible solution there.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yes.
1: And I will be looking forward to listening to your album on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> cool. Alrighty. Well, so let's jump to Accra Ghana and talk about esports.
0: Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah.
1: Bye bye. Today, we are talking with another guest, and this time it's Yuba Ramani from Ghana. And we will be talking about Ghana. Hello, sir.
3: Hello, sir. Nice to meet you. Nice
1: to meet you. You came into the picture because we spoke to Triforce from, from Jamaica earlier, and he said we totally have to talk to you. Because you are one of the leading forces of in Ghana, in Africa. Perhaps let's start with how did that all happen? How did you get into computers, gaming? What's your starting point?
2: Yeah, I started as a passion to play normal casual games at home uh, for around 2007. No, around 2006, there about. I thought of doing a competition among my friends. I didn't know there was a big thing going on outside called eSports. So we started very small with friends competitions. And later when I found out, I was doing a research online I found out there's a big gaming event called World Cyber Game. World Cyber Game. That's the WCG. I found it very interesting how playing for fun people have developed it or evolved it in a stage that it's more like paying or a reward for passionate gamers. Hmm. So I applied to them that how do I, how do Ghana, how can Ghana be part of it because it was an international tournament where every, a lot of uh, countries get involved. It was almost like the World World Cup when it comes to e-game at that time. So yeah, I applied to them, they gave me their regulations, what what involved for us to get to be part. But I later realized that it was money intensive because we need to pay for a royalty where they give us all the leverage for us to play, do our qualifiers here for Ghana to be part of the World Cyber game. But because at that time people didn't know about esports, everybody, everyone's idea about playing games is just casual game for kids and just playing for fun at home. People didn't know how big it is outside there. So we actually wrote proposals to for companies to support us to funding. And unlucky for us, we didn't get any funding from any sponsors because they didn't know what it was. They thought it was more like a time wasting. And so we tried a couple of times and realized that there's no industry here. There is no awareness of e-gaming to the corporate bodies so the best thing is for us to do our homework to start an initiative where we start doing our own small tournament and create events or programs around it. so based on that we'll get there yeah so we took a break we took a break since 2010 and along the line other people started also doing the game event so not just ggc uh, have Initiative or do event, but there are other bodies who are also doing their best to create more awareness to the industry. Based on my research or my doing my homework, I laid back to reinvent myself, rebrand, rebrand my community. The name GTC, that's Geeks Game City. So we came back. That was 2017 to do our first maiden event, and lucky for me, I was working with a TV station, a television station, as a video editor so i introduced the idea to them and they got interested so most of my stuff were being or were being promoted on tv and lucky for us they gave us our first shot uh, by doing hosting our first final like on a national television that's 2018 we did a replica of the world cup which is called rep rep a country so yeah uh, that was fifa yeah, We did a FIFA tournament in hype or alongside with a World Cup that happened in 2018. So, yeah, that's how all started, and we are still pushing to make it big here in Ghana and also give our little support to enhance what esports is going to be in Africa.
1: So, how does it feel? I said you said you and the others, so the team, as I said, and how was it to be one of the first and well, making things more aware in your country, seeing that in other countries is um, a normal thing that even in Asia, and here in Germany, we even have it on TV at ta- times. How was it for you to, to see that Ghana totally didn't have something at the beginning? Were you trying to, to set up a stepping stone to at some point reach a level where it will have the same awareness as, other, as in other countries?
2: Yeah, that's the main goal. That's really the main goal because we realize, in my realization, I think esports is going to be the next way for employment, a big industry that will employ a lot of people. Uh, unlike uh, now, football has become one of the uh, the big industry that is helping people to employ people.
3: And by football, people, we mean like actual, not like American soccer. football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so no, no, you, you can call it football because it's <laughs> most only here do we call it soccer.
2: Yes, America is different. Yeah, yeah, we're American, right? Yeah, I just
3: wanted to make it clear to Americans.
2: Yeah, so I feel like every century or every time in the world, like something rescued the world to be able to employ people. There was a stage where in the world there's a banking, there's a stage where in the world, uh, I mean, in sports, when it comes to sports, like soccer is one of the biggest sports in the world now, like in my opinion, and I've saved a lot of lives, that saves a lot of people from unemployment. And I think the next the next stage is esports, which is going to employ a lot of people. It's going to bring a much, much more, uh, more like a new world of sports. And so regarding that, I feel like it's way, it's better for us to start now than later. And it's one of our goals as GGC to able to create that awareness that people realize that it's not just about fun, but also there's a whole lot of things involved. Yeah, but yeah. Because of what esports it gives me and my team or the rest of the guys' courage that we are doing something better.
1: It's interesting that you mention it specifically that it is actually a way of generating income to have in your country. Because recently we spoke to Jamaica and also I spoke to Dexton Wu, who is doing the same thing in Hong Kong. And they both told me they are far from even thinking about making this financial successful thing to even give people employment. So you are really thinking ahead and not just only about the fun and spreading awareness, but also giving people a job, a field of employment, yeah. and I find that interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah that I think I think that's the main goal now because anything that people love to do or people embrace literally it creates business automatically. It generates business no matter what it is. So far as there's a demand, people create business around it. So for example, I have this shirt, it's a Jesse, GTC Jesse. Imagine how big the brand becomes in Ghana or maybe in West Africa. People will literally buy as a merchant and shops that the manufacturers who manufacture this jersey it automatically becomes a, a job for them like it becomes a, uh, uh, like a business for them and whoever retails who picks up our, our merchandise to sell also becomes business for them and because and all will be where we build a brand to what the brand gives or serves the public or the community and besides that there's a whole the whole vibe around it, like a video editing. Like for me, I come from the production side. And now I'm actually li- trying, not interested in doing video commercial, like commercial for entities or like corporate bodies. But I want to do more commercial for eSports. You see this gaming chair. Why this gaming chair came up? This gaming chair came up because there's a demand of gamers who wants to feel comfortable in their chair to able to play. So the more gamers come in the scene, the more manufacturers of chairs also turns out to be business. When it comes to earphones, headphones, all these things becomes like an industry where people make money. And people some people get into esports not to play but probably sell electronic gadgets. You don't know, sell electronic gadgets. People also create content around esports right. on their YouTube channel. On their YouTube channel. So the whole there's a whole vast of now we started our first team esports uh, tournament that was 20, that last year, 20 no, 2020. That was last year's. Yeah, which we made in a sense whereby every team needs to have a coach to have a minimum of three players in a team. And young guys or people who have money set up a team. And they employed all these guys to be, even though they are not making money now, but it's promising. That shows that when we keep pushing, definitely those teams can get brand up. There wasn't a brand coming to them for advertisement and stuff like that. There's a whole lot of vast opportunity in this scene that I probably would not be able to mention all, but I know. There's a whole lot of job opportunities coming way.
1: I think it's also probably a way of giving a better impression and a better image and reputation of your country to the world outside of Africa. Because honestly, when we think about Africa, we mostly think about the big scam and spam industry that's uh, coming from over there. Or,
3: they think of, or people think of Africa as one giant entity, like one just big... And it's no, it's there's countries within Africa, it's not one monolithic entity.
1: Okay. But I guess that depends where you're coming from. Here in Germany, we don't think that Africa is one country, but we have a different education Uh, uh, system than the U.S. Yeah. Americans (laughs) tend
3: to think of Africa as, yeah, Africa is a country in over there somewhere because people in the U.S. are stupid.
1: Anyway, we are doing this interviews to give people a perspective of what's happening outside of the normal countries where people are coming from, everybody talks about Singapore, China for, or U- USA or something, wow. and, and nobody really talks about Ghana. So I think that's very important. And interestingly, even that you say you're coming from the production, video production side, though that yeah. that means that things like coverage for events media coverage yeah. and so on that must be easier for you than for other people because you know what you are doing basically
2: yeah so if you look at if you look on our, our youtube channel like most of our events i, I can't say it's in a world class or is a standard here that people give props to us that like we are doing well and that's the way for brands to associate with you we need to market ourselves. We need to position ourselves in a certain way that it wouldn't be seen as just a joke but something serious. Funded our players, we brand them. And I've invested a lot of money in production. Most of the things that I'm buying now, I'm not just buying because uh, I'm doing outside gig or outside job. Even the once in a while I do because I need money to still reinvest into what I'm doing now. But most of the motivation comes from to give better production to my event or my production, and now as I'm talking to you now, I'm in, in conversation with one of the biggest television company in, in Ghana, trying to run a weekly esports show. It's not happening yet, but we are still working on it. And they've shown interest, and we are hoping to come into a conclusion that will help. Because a lot of some part of Ghana don't know how big this esports is. But they all watch the cable. Most of them don't really watch more like online stuff. But using the normal digital, like the broadcasting, the traditional broadcasting platform, we're able to reach a lot of more people in the rural areas so that they will know exactly what's going on. Hopefully, one of our goals is to establish Ghana Soccer League. They have EPL. We have the EPL League, league like that. But we also want to venture into the e-league in our country, hmm. where that, that would be one of like our biggest breakthrough. you could be able to succeed in that. I wonder
1: also, did the pandemic somehow hit you? Like you had a gap in the activity or something? Because Jamaica said they basically had a halt for a year and a half because of the pandemic. But other people I spoke to from your country that is not into gaming, they said... Corona is not a thing in Ghana at all.
2: Really? It was a thing. We all went, went on lockdown. So basically at that period, a lot of people were doing online online gaming. Uh, the Online gaming became a thing here. People who didn't have an account, PSN account to play online, you know, most of them got into online gaming. So yeah, it also changed and helped people who weren't interested in online gaming started doing online.
1: Really? Okay, interesting. I don't know how current my knowledge is, but from what I know, Ghana, especially, mostly has mobile internet, not really DSL or cable internet. Is that still the case? Or have people
2: yeah, now... Yeah, we, we have, there's a cable internet, mostly in the city. In the cities that you have a cable internet. So, yeah, a now... A lot of people are moving more into the online, online, getting fiber installed in their house to be able to play in decent online games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the mobile games too is actually booming here. So I guess Samsung, those powerful companies, like phone companies like Samsung or your iPhone, they will benefit a lot because here, yeah, even though people play a lot on their mobile phones, but commercial-wise, in terms of eSports, it hasn't been, so big like the console games so i could probably say that we organized our first mobile game tournament which went well and now we are stuck with call of duty Uh, even though we are not when it comes to uh, in terms of organization it's really difficult getting fun because most of the things that we funded ourselves we only get sponsorship from corporate bodies but we still keep doing it and We've tried a couple of times trying to get fund or support from outside, but our, as of now, we haven't got any, but I mean, we are doing our best to still push out the best way we can to be able to change the scene for us in Ghana or probably Africa.
1: So in general, in the end, result, you would like to have corporate sponsors?
2: Yeah, corporate sponsors. And one of the things that I've realized that we can get there is to associate ourselves with some of the big brands with the TV stations and then also if we're able to launch eSoccer League the Soccer League we are thinking of collaborating with our Ghana football association because it's still in soccer like soccer inclined if they come on board it will help us to beef our brand a little bit or based on their credibility if people corporate bodies, or getting sponsors will be much more easier than just we
1: doing it <laughs> so, um, so you spoke about your team the GGc are there any other people other groups next yeah. to you yeah
2: yeah 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 there are a lot of people also doing what GGC is doing yeah there are a lot of there are a lot of them I can't mention all but yeah are people like Antrix, there are people like Gasbo, yeah yeah there are, there are people that Madagascar do those. These names are one of the names that, like, they are pushing the name esports in Ghana. And then it's an association, but not yet for officially launched. Run by a guy called Chris he's also doing well in the industry by pushing uh, the esports around. So yeah, there yeah, are the other people trying their best to so not just only but but are other people
1: interesting so you say the cooperation of all these kind of roof organization is not ready yet but it's in the works
2: yes yes okay
1: Okay, so it's a quite different picture from what I expected. I thought it would be more like in Jamaica, but it seems it's totally different over there. Because what we were told from the Jamaica standpoint is like, there are other people, but they're also, they are they are mostly working outside of the country, not inside the country. So we'd rather not cooperate with them. So I find it interesting to see that you are striving to work together as like, Together we are stronger. So, I guess that's a very good perspective for the future.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. But have you seen our YouTube channel? Have you seen any of our videos yet? Not yet. No, no, not yet.
1: No, but of course, what we can do is when we do the video version of this podcast, we can lay over some videos if you allow us, so people can actually see what we are talking about while you talk about it. It was a bit of a problem as to get in touch with you. And it seems to me like the home-
3: It seemed like as soon as we heard about it, it was like there was an appointment.
1: Yeah. And I also saw the homepage is still yet uh, under construction, right? So you are still working on that on your web presentation of the team?
2: Wait, which one? Please come again with that question. The Geek Gaming City, because that's yeah, Geek Gaming yeah, City.
1: Yeah, yeah. And when I visited that homepage, I saw there were a lot of placeholders yeah, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. the text yet.
2: So yeah, yeah, we yeah. are yeah, still working on. Work, yeah. So,
1: what's your main platform? Is it like Twitter and YouTube?
2: Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. It is GGC channel. Ah. GGC channel.
1: All right, all right. So, I totally went the wrong starting point there, I see. Because I looked for the homepage first based on the email address I got from Strife S- Force, so gotcha. obviously that was the wrong approach here.
3: <laughs> I have uh, seen some of the stuff on the YouTube channel, and it is, is very well done. And it's there's quite a bit that's there.
2: The logo is a red, right? The logo is red. Yeah. Yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah, that's a page.
1: Yeah. Hey, red is my favorite color. So at least you got going to win there for me. I totally find it super interesting and a very great perspective you had there. And so actually, do you have like a milestone planning? Do you want to reach your goal in two years, four years? What's actually the planning behind there? Or are you like approaching things as they are coming?
2: Actually we have plans, but besides our goal. Uh, we are working towards our goal now, but because of our situation now, we also embrace as things come by. Because we had wanted to launch the e league, the e league that is this year, but things didn't go well as planned. So for now, our main goal is to get, is to get associated with the broadcasting companies, that's the television company, and base on that, so we'll be able to unfold most of the things that we are planning to do, uh, yeah.
3: yeah. Awesome. I just wanted to find out real quick, Eric, because I did yes. follow up the channel, because I did do a little, I did look at the YouTube channel a little bit, but I wanted to point out to you, look who's on it.
1: Yeah, I tried <laughs> and there he is, yeah.
2: Everything is uh, connected. You, you saw, you've you seen his, his stuff on my page? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's when he came, the first time he came to Ghana. You're right, yeah. Uh, with them. With that show was broadcast live on TV. Yeah.
1: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's interesting for me that the leading people in Ghana, is, is you and also Rain Benjamin from Jamaica, are actually TV and video production people. Yeah,
3: that's... That, that, yeah, that helps a lot because a lot of the, most of the production that is on the channel, on the YouTube channel, is very high quality production. It's well made. This is, uh, the thing I just showed you is probably about an hour long and it's well made tournaments and stuff. It's well, it's laid out. It looks like you're watching TV.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, because, because of the perception people have for us or probably in Africa, you really need to go hard, we need to impress them, we need to go extra mile, to show them that it's not a joke, something we, we really want, and we love to do.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're really pushing it. That's great.
2: Yeah. Thank you. The
1: thing is, what I noticed a lot when working in doing interviews and, and so on, people often, that are not involved, they don't know how much hard work it is to get everything done and working. And finally, people from the outside usually are like, okay, that's nice. Looks good. He knows what he's doing, but getting people together, convincing people to take it serious, to take part. And just the man uh,
3: hours that go into doing that. Exactly. I'm just doing a chintzy ass podcast like we're doing, the amount of man hours that we have to spend sitting here editing stuff is just like it's obscene and to see some of the production values that you've got on your channel i can only imagine the amount of of time that you that was spent putting that together
2: it's really crazy like i hardly sleep because after everyone is gone i need to sit behind my desk edit for hours all night the next day i have to go back to work and it was crazy even as i'm talking to right now i just ordered because of high level production i just ordered this road Yep. brand new that I bought I bought just to improve my production the next one coming so I got it there just Sunday got some few equipment that I'm hoping our next tournament or our next event because because of the show the TV show I'm talking about I'm really trying hard to guide quality equipment to make our work easier wow yeah. yeah. So
1: that makes us even more appreciate that you take the time out of that to talk to us. Some people from outside of your country and talk about what's going on in Ghana. So I'm very thankful for that. I appreciate it. And And the world is getting crazy right now with what's happening oh, over God. there.
3: And Over where? Oh, specify, specify, son.
1: There are many places where things go wild right now, right?
3: Yeah, but I Oops. think you're referring to... The Ukraine?
1: Yeah, that's
3: no, st- just Ukraine. Say it correctly. Yeah. yeah. yeah that the things are getting crazy there. I don't know how much that affects Ghana, but.
2: <laughs> if it, because of what is happening, uh, economy here is really crazy right now. Yeah. So imagine how much I make here and I'm buying this about $600. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like times my age, like times five or so. And now a dollar is about in my currency about seven cities or eight cities, which is really crazy. So some of us who into technology, we don't have these people manufacturing this in our country, we always have to import. So it becomes more difficult for us in a way. And when it comes to immigration, they put high taxes on it and it's really crazy. Yeah. You know, really, really crazy. But we still don't give up, We're still trying. Yeah. Yeah. Right I to, I wrote to Austin, Alienware, that was way back 2009, I wrote to EA, mm-hmm. I think I got a response from EA, but at the point in time, it wasn't, it didn't go the way I wanted, but I mean, since then, I haven't written to any of those, because I mean, at that time, we didn't even have a profile, we didn't have things to show them, what we've done, what kind of things we're doing, and one of our things that Sometimes they can get an eyeball in our country. It's also to do so to help the community in a way. So what one of the things that we are planning is to embark Pink October for the breast cancer
3: oh, thing. Yeah.
2: So what we're doing is like GGC Pink October, where the community contributes money and we give it out to the, name, the foundation that take care of or help the women in those situations. And some of these things, even though it's at our heart, it's our clean heart to do it, it also help in terms of helping the gaming scene to be seen, not just people who just play game, but also responsible in our society.
3: Okay, yeah, make note of this, Yurk, because in October, we should totally promo them when we do a news section or something. Mention sure, that they're doing totally, that. totally.
1: I'm in touch with you over LinkedIn. I guess we be stay in touch and... Whatever you have as news and so on, let tell us, because in front of our yeah. episodes, we always have a news section where we talk about what our past guests are doing currently. And when you reach your goal, as I said, going into TV and stuff and having your own show, we certainly should catch up and see yeah, yeah. what happened down the road. And I said the same to the other people from Jamaica and Hong Kong, because... It's it's important to touch base and see how things develop from here. But I'm very happy to hear that the pandemic didn't cause a halt to e-gaming investment, but more shifted it towards online and, as I said, better internet and stuff for certain people. So, it's actually helping yeah.
2: improve lives in a way. Could you imagine there was a table net that one of the providers. They actually ran out of they're out there, like they're muddled. they run out of it during the pandemic time. Cause almost everybody. Yep. So what they, when they started, they were selling it about, let's say 200 cities. As and now, the price has gone up to about 900, 900 cities, which is way profitable. I think the things have been pulled for them to make more money Yeah. In that sense. So, <laughs> wow. Wow yeah awesome also not not that awesome but the
3: price raising I mean, is yeah. not great but
2: it's the demand because they weren't expecting they weren't expecting the demand to go that uh even now if you want them to buy you won't get it people mm-hmm. unless maybe i have it and i want to sell it and i'll sell it and probably you won't get it at the normal price so i will sell it my own price because you can't even get it from the distributor awesome
1: Awesome. Yeah. From my side, we got it covered so far.
2: Um,
3: yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. Anything you want to add that we didn't mention or ask yet?
2: No, not really. But we also featured in the in the Innovate magazine. I don't know if you know about that.
1: But what's it called? Uh, please hold on. Innovate magazine. Okay, yeah. got
2: gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah, we're featured in, in the magazine, and uh, I think it's one one step ahead of also helping the gaming industry in, in Ghana. I think the founder is on LinkedIn. He's called Marcus. Maybe I'll share his link with you. Yeah. Sure. I did a video I did a video on the hold on.
1: Sure. Send everything to me, we will put it in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We will link to everything. Yeah. Certainly. I think this is a book, the oh,
1: Okay, okay.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Ah,
1: okay. I didn't know about that. Okay.
2: Uh, I think that my camera is in <laughs> I no, know. No, 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 your camera's fine. right. If you hold it up, we can read it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is it. We're awesome. we featured in. It's a really big book. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know about that. Okay. Yeah. It's a really uh-huh. big book. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. We're featured in it. So I did a video, like the highlight video. Maybe I'll share with you to see how the video looks like. Even though it doesn't have all the details mm-hmm. in there, but at least. Mm-hmm. You can also add it to whatever story you are working on. Yeah. To to show how was the name, the gaming scene in Ghana is also like moving or getting awareness in the rest of the world. Yeah, that's our goal.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If there's a, if you have a press kit, if you have a press kit or something like stuff that you want us to include, video, images, whatever, because this will be, (laughs) I think this will be a video podcast, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, everything is a video podcast now. Yeah.
2: So this is the page.
3: Uh, okay.
1: Awesome. Yeah. You know, the best thing about being in a book that specializes on that is that's in there for eternity.
2: Yeah. Like ten, twenty <laughs> yeah.
1: years down the road, people will still read it and say, "This is how it started in Ghana." And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how it is, basically. Yeah. But I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware of that book. That's interesting. Yeah, I that's certainly incredible. have to check it out.
2: Yeah, you should. You should. So I'll, I'll even tell you, I'll send you. send you the link, and then probably the founder to probably also do post stuff on what the book entails and what he's, he wants to achieve with the book. So yeah, can even ask questions or probably interview him based on the book. Why? Yeah, the, the innovate gaming and esports.
1: Okay, where is that book coming from? From is it specially from Africa or is it you from know. America it, or something?
2: It's America. Okay. Uh, it's a global. And they even have this. Uh, I see. Have, okay.
3: They uh-huh. even, global so, village. I've heard of them.
2: Yeah. Have this technology that when you download the app and you put it on. You put it on the, any picture in the book that has the logo, you can play a video or an interview mm. in the book, which is really nice. Like really, really nice.
1: Okay. Yeah. So they enhanced the book with, technology. With,
2: yeah, with video and stuff. Nice. Yeah.
3: Interesting. That's awesome.
2: It's just like this logo, as you see this it was, as you see this logo here, if you have the app and you, you press on it, you hear their interview. Not right. just when you need a write up, you can watch their video. It's really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically
1: they are having their own logo, just like a QR code. Yeah, basically. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah essentially. You... Yeah, something like that. But the way that then the video doesn't just come on the phone, it's embedded. Like when you, move the, when you move the video, you can see that the video is stuck here. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so, it's just like Harry Potter. Like a yeah. subtype. Ah, so documented yeah. reality,
2: actually. Yeah. Yeah. So when you move it like this, so the video is still there. When yeah, you move right. it like that, the video is still there. It's really interesting. That awesome. is cool. That's very cool.
1: Awesome. Totally wasn't aware of that book. Now you gotta get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are so many books I got in the past two years I still didn't read. Yes. I need another life to Who read all time them to read, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, yes. Awesome.
3: So now, where, where can people, people go? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, where can people go to follow along with what you're doing and keep up to date with your projects?
2: YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. Hey, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah.
3: Okay, cool. And, we'll...
2: and, and the handle is GGC channel.
3: Okay. So that'd be Instagram slash GGC channel and YouTube GGC channel. Everything is pretty much the same.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Same.
3: Beautiful. We will put okay. links to that in the podcast description and it'll probably be on the screen right down there someplace, depending on where we're, how we're laid out.
2: Okay. Perfect.
3: Perfect.
2: Beautiful. Nice. nice talking to you guys. Yes, thanks well, for Well, it certainly. was yeah. a pleasure talking to you. I learned a lot today
1: from Ghana and e-gaming and yeah. where yeah. you're going. And, uh, hope all goes well yeah. for you.
2: Yeah. There. Sure, so sure. sure. But you guys play as well? Oh, yeah. But not professionally. I'm not a professional, total awful yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a total I mean, awful player. You no, know, you don't need to be professional to enjoy a game. So, I, myself, I used to play adventure games. I never liked soccer, like Mm -hmm. FIFA. I never liked uh, FIFA. Until 2006, there was uh, this guy, Henri Asner. I liked him so much that sometimes when I follow my friend to the game center, like an arcade area where they play, I just love him. So that got me interested to start playing FIFA. And later on, through FIFA, I started watching football. But I just uh, started watching football and now I developed love for soccer all around. But my preference my preferred game is Adventure Game. Wow, one of my all-time adventure games is Max Payne. Max awesome.
3: Payne. Uh,
2: yeah, I played all the series. Even just last week, I told a friend to get me the last one. The, 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 I think that was around 2013 or 2014. Yeah, to replay it again. Because at that time, I wasn't streaming. But now, I want to start streaming. Oh,
3: my streaming? Okay. I want to
2: start streaming. And The name I'm trying to adopt is Black Cat. And This is what I'm gonna use.
3: Okay. Hey, nice.
2: Any anytime any we stream here, I'll wear this. Whoa, okay. Nice. Yeah, I'll wear this to stream. And I even have it like if I should have a team, like an eSports team, I'll name them Black Cat. And all of them will wear this class hood to any event. And people will not notice who they are. And I hope we'll get all the attention. <laughs> awesome. So it's a bit it's a bit
1: like the Blue Man awesome. group.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, blackhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's that's
3: awesome. That's and actually that kind of echoes my own experience because I was a, an RPG guy. Like I played role playing games and stuff on the computer, and then my yeah. friends and I, when we get together, they were really into FIFA and NHL on oh, okay. on the consoles, and that's what we would play when we'd hang out. And because I started playing that stuff, I started watching soccer and I started watching hockey and got into it as an actual sport for me
1: as you can see behind me i have an arcade machine
3: yeah but then i've never i've never seen it on i've never seen it being used but But it works it
2: works yeah so you say
3: but i don't i'm not gonna believe you until i see it on
2: Mm. And, and funny and funny enough because my love for electronics is so huge and i feel like the next the next big thing it's, everything is going on digital. Everything is, a lot of things going on, like, like electronics is taking over. My love for it is for me to, and the advantage in Ghana here is because electronics has not really developed so much, just like the Western. I feel like it's better to start now, even though it'll be difficult, people will not notice what you're doing. They'll be like, what the heck is this guy doing? But I feel like my love for it is giving me patience and time to keep doing it, even though. I'm not getting the kind of response that I'm getting from people. So in, in involving with eSports, I also have a love for RC cars, RC for drones and stuff like that. So more like a Formula One type of stuff. We don't have an RC community in Ghana. So I and a friend of mine have started an initiative called GHC VR. RC vehicles. Yeah, RC vehicles. So... And what we want to do is to try and start a professional and competitive RC tournament community where in, in our sector right here right now, the automobile people will easily jump on it if they see the interest. And besides that, we'll create content for TV.
3: Yeah.
2: Because of that, so because of that, like, we've ordered about eight of these cars. I don't know where to go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. yeah. We have eight eight of these. So this is my personal one that I practice almost every evening to get hands on it, to be able to know how it works. So we are hoping to teach kids or teach people who are interested but don't have this type of gadgets or probably get some franchise from some of these companies that will be a distributor in Ghana here, whilst mm-hmm. we build a culture. We build a culture of RC vehicles. RC yeah. Yeah, and most the interesting part is some of these things can be rebranded with sponsors, yep. as well as the rigs. And with our production, we hope to eventually come out with something great in the future. Yeah. That is awesome.
1: Awesome, awesome. So it's you are great. a shack of many trades. You are doing a lot of things in your free time. I see.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I actually love electronic stuff. So if if I'm not if I'm not gaming on editing something interesting, mm-hmm. I just go out and waste it.
1: As you mentioned development of electronics, sometimes I wish we wouldn't develop so, fa- so fast. I have this old Telefunken CRT TV from 95 and it actually broke two years ago in August, one week before we were live streaming and finding a finding a repair store for this crt tv was actually pretty funny i was going to the yellow pages online finding a business and when i was telling her that i have a tv from 95 she was like is that one of those with those big tubes in the back i'm like yes and they were like Wow, I'm not sure if we still repairs those. And so actually I got a call from another company and they told me they will repair it. And then there were two 20 years old guys coming together in my living room to pick it up. And they were like, oh my God, you have an arcade machine. You have computers from 82. Do they still work? And I'm like, yes, everything works works except my TV and that's why I that's yeah. why you are here to pick it up and because I'm still using it for light gun games and so people are people used to call me electronic trash collector because <laughs> I, I have <laughs> these old machines
2: yeah. there's always a unique thing about old stuff like the ritual right now people are even selling those ritual stuff very expensive
1: yes
3: very expensive. yeah
1: yeah yeah and, and then you have the problem that people who know how to repair those old things, they are dying out, at least here in Europe. I think in Africa, it's probably not such a big problem yet, but here oh, in Germany, it I mean, it, it's It's
2: even, it's, yeah, it's even catching up because we are like, most of, most homes now, you wouldn't find a big TV there unless you go to the villages, but now they are other TV brands that they made it so cheap for people to buy so a lot of homes have this the name this flat TV a lot, most kids now don't even know what those TVs look like, yeah, like yeah.
1: interesting interesting yeah i had the advantage that we had a pandemic and so they repaired the TV within a day hmm. because they wanted the business they were yeah. they were calling me they were calling me the same day saying we found the problem we can pick we can bring it back to you tomorrow <laughs> yeah. like, wow, that's the fastest repair I ever had of any electronic, this CRT TV. Because they wanted to get it out as soon as
2: possible. Yeah.
1: It takes so and, much space, we want to get rid of it. Yeah. And
2: one other the I wanted to share with you is one of our trophies. Uh, wow. Yeah.
1: A PlayStation yeah. controller. Yeah,
2: trophies. It's in our. Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay, uh, that's,
3: that, is that. that is very cool.
2: I'm <laughs> 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 sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so, in terms of branding, we it's one of our keys. We always want things to be very special when it comes to branding and how people should appreciate our stuff. So, we put in a lot of work to spend more money to get things worth having. Uh,
3: yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That is very
2: cool. Okay.
3: All right. Thank you for sitting with us, sir. It's been a pleasure thank you. to Thank uh, you. Thanks
1: a lot.
2: All right. Nice having you. Right, thank well, you. thanks.
1: Nice having you. So ha- have a good day, right? Okay. You
2: too. All right. Bye. Yeah. All right, thank keep
1: in touch. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. That was wonderful. <laughs> game and community.